in good company. Honest and transparent conversations between two good mates on an entrepreneurial journey together. Join Lisa Cordoff and myself, Carly Nimmo, while we explore what it means to create, grow and keep good company. Life and business is better when you're keeping good company. So, Carly, we were set to record a few podcast steps today. And then as I'm working away, something pops up in my feed. It's you going live on your personal Facebook page talking about a really interesting topic. And, you know, people were really vibing with it because I think so many of us have this issue. I know for me, 100% for sure, there's a few different versions of me. So can you tell us about what you did and why you did it? And how are you feeling right now? Yeah. So I was having a walk on the beach and I've been toying with this idea of, um, you know, what I'm here for, like the big picture stuff, why I'm doing what I'm doing, what the fuck I'm doing. And, uh, and I was, as I was walking along, I was just thinking about how there's like these two versions of me. There's this version of me that is 100% out there, like, you know, spiritual as fuck, not, not at all apologetic about it. I show up in my communities, like my show up speak up community. I show up in Instagram as all of me, the light and the dark and everything in between. And I show up in all the Facebook groups that I'm in. I've always shown up really authentically open and honest in those spaces and on my podcast and here. But there was this really big uh, gap between that me and me, like me, me, the me that's like everyday me around my family, around my old friends who don't necessarily know me as this version of me, me 10, 15 years ago when I was a party animal and drank a lot and wasn't really very well connected to myself. And I just want to bring those two versions of me together. And I've really struggled in how to do that because part of old me still exists. I still get triggered when I'm scrolling through Facebook. I still, you know, I still, I still uh, get jealous sometimes. I still go into comparisonitis mode. I still like to have a laugh. I still like to have a drink every now and then. I, you know, there's this, there's, there's this old part of me and then there's this new part of me, which has been a long time kind of coming, but now I feel like she's fully arrived, right? And she's, she's out there in her message and never the twain shall meet. So I feel like there's been this gap and the people that I used to know aren't getting the best of me. They're getting this, well, they're getting radio silence really, because I do not use my profile really at all. It's just, I have it there. I don't even really post on my page anymore because it just has felt like a bit of a ghost town and I don't feel, I don't know, I'm not feeling Facebook right now. I love my groups. I'll spend as much time as I can in my groups and and kind of try to avoid the, you know, the rest of it. Um, and so I just wanted to come kind of out of the closet and share on my profile, which was huge because 
they're like, they are two versions of me. You know what I mean, right? Like there is me that is, that is spiritual and out there and, um, really connected and grounded. And then old me, the expectations of who I was, a bunch of assumptions I've made about the people that are friends with me on Facebook. They know me from school when I wasn't really all that cool. Uh, they, you know, they, they, they know the drunk me that used to show up on Facebook and write inappropriate posts every now and then. They don't, they don't know this version of me and I've hid it from them. Is it important for them to know? No, but it's important you for me to it's, show up yeah. as you in all different areas. Yeah. To feel like, you know, it, it hasn't, I haven't been, I've been hiding, mm. hiding parts of myself due to what I thought other people would think of me. Like it's okay for me to show up in spaces like my shop speak up group as all of me and share all the things because those people have chosen to hear from me in that capacity. They've come to me to hear my message. My Facebook profile felt like it was, you know, a space where I just post an odd picture of Mabel every now and then and, you know, that's it so that other people can see me as the new version of me. It's so that I can feel like I'm not hiding any version of me due to the fear of what others might think. That fear is so debilitating. And do you think it's because you're just giving zero fucks these days that you're like, yeah, nothing to lose going out there? Like what got you to the point where you're like, I actually don't care anymore or I need to move past this fear? I think it was the realisation that I, you know, I, I tell myself that I want to be seen, but then I hide myself away. So I figured, like, if I want to be seen, then I just have to be okay to be seen wherever and whenever, not mm. just pick and choose the places that feel safe to me. It's not like I'm going to go showing up on my Facebook page all the time because it doesn't feel good to me, you know, and, and neither did my email list, which is why I let that go. But I want to conquer this fear of being seen. And it's, it's all based on assumptions. It's based on assumptions that the people from school might think I'm a dork or that they'll think, who the hell is she to, you know, who is she? This isn't the Carly that I knew. You've changed, mm. you know, and, and will they relate to me anymore? I don't know. I don't really care now because it's, I'm, I'm just done hiding. I'm done with curating myself. Mm. Yes, so much. Yes. So, and we all, and I think that there's an aspect of, you know, we all kind of do this. I feel like there's, there's a Lisa who only Nick sees. And then there's the Lisa, the mum for my kids. And then, you know, all, all these sorts of different variations. But if, in the areas where I feel I'm most hiding or I'm I'm further, like what I've noticed in as I've started to really evolve as a person and change from the inside, it is becoming way more obvious to me where I'm not showing up, like the, where that gap is much bigger. And and it's really funny and a little bit confronting sometimes. Yeah, when especially when it's like, 
you know, the answer is your husband isn't seeing you in the fullest right. version of you. Right. Your mum and dad aren't seeing you in the fullest version of you. Your children aren't getting to see you in the fullest version of you. And I have decided, um, and, you know, my dad and I have had this, you know, hashtag dad issues. <laughs> <laughs> we all have them. <laughs> and uh, I feel like sometimes I protect my dad from who I am because he was the guy who was always like, Lisa, you know, humble, can always do better, all of this sort of stuff. Have we talked about this on, on this podcast? I don't know. Before? Maybe we sure. have. Maybe it's come up in passing. I don't think we've really divin, you know, divin, um, dove <laughs> into your daddy issues. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, Need one there's always one. <laughs> well, was last week's, uh, the week before was like crackerjackin or something. Anyway. <laughs> Jack nuts. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, so what I a few a few weeks ago, I was at mum and dad's, and I think my sister had taken all of the kids out, and it was just me with mum and dad, and we're just having a conversation. I just thought, you know what, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell them some things that are happening. Um, someone had reached out to me about a speaking opportunity. And I just thought, I'm just going to tell them, you know, where, where I'm really sitting right now and what my, what my vision is, knowing it would probably trigger the fuck out of my dad. And it did. And mum's just sitting there beaming and dad's just kind of, you know, supportive, but, uh, <laughs> in a high pitched voice. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad has a voice like that, actually. <laughs> uh, but what came out of it from me showing up as me, as the Lisa who I am right now, was this moment where he was massively honest about how I have triggered him. Carly, it blew my fucking mind. It was like unlocking a padlock for me. Because I was always so confused as to why me being a leader, being a public speaker, being all of these things was just hard for him. Because it, I just internalized it as Lisa, just keep quiet. It was full tall poppy in its entirety. Like, just don't get too big for your britches. You know, we need to be modest, blah, blah. And so what he shared with me was about how um, people have always compared me to his younger brother. Dad was the eldest of three boys. His middle brother was larger than life. And people have always said to him, Lisa is so much like Ronan. He was killed in a car accident at 21. And dad was always obviously jealous of his younger brother who would come in. Like, And he said this to me, we'd just been to a family wedding and he goes, once again, you know, I was told Ronan was just the, the best guy. We used to love when he visited us in his country. It was his cousin's son, so my second cousin's wedding, and his cousin was talking to him about it. We used to love when you guys would come to visit. Ronan would come in and everyone would just blah, blah, blah. Lisa just reminds me of Ronan. She's got a presence. And Dad hates it. And I said, Dad, is that why you've always found it difficult? And he's like, yeah, I'd say so. It really annoys me when people compare you to him. Like, what? 
So I haven't ever shown up fully as myself in my family because I, I had, I got that sense. I knew it wasn't. Yeah, energetically, quite. there was something, you feel that shit, right? You feel it. I felt it from my dad. You know these dad issues. Mm. My dad is the loveliest guy. He was at every single debate I ever did, and there was lots of them through high school. He was a, he's a big supporter of mine, but I triggered him. And now I understand why. And the only reason I do is because I felt like I needed to stop apologizing for who I was. I needed to be fully me with my parents. They need to know where I'm at. And this is the thing about, you know, it's also, I, I needed, it's, it's where I'm taking responsibility for everything in my life. I can't expect my parents to support me or understand me if I don't show them who I am mm. right now. And what I want and what Nick and I are building towards. They don't understand some of our lifestyle decisions. Well, it's probably because I've never explained them. I've never been proud to just say, this is what's happening right now. And it's different to what my brother and sister, you know, the paths that they've taken. But I'm cool with that. So you can either be cool with it or not. doesn't matter. But this is the thing. We never give people the opportunity to give us what we feel like we need from them if we're not our real selves. Yes. Like from, yeah, it transforms everything on the outside when we're kind of getting cool with that on the inside. Yeah. Remember, um, and I think we might have brought this up once before, I was driving um, my mum somewhere and I was talking to you on the phone and I was just being me, but usually I would walk into another room to be me. And so I'd never really given my mum the opportunity to see how other people saw me too, you know, and, and she heard what you were saying and the, and the, and through you heard the impact that I was having. And then was like, right. As soon as we got off the phone, she was like, well, right, Carly, what are we got to do to get you out there? And I had spent my life thinking she didn't want me out there. I was trying to hide myself away because I thought my mum didn't want me out there because that would trigger her. But actually by me showing her that side of me, it gave, you know, I don't know, it just gave her permission to either heal what was going on for her to, or to, yeah, support me. Because that's what's going to happen, right? There's going to be two, one of a one of a few different options. We let it out. We allow some healing to occur between mm. us and the person. Maybe even just ourselves. Maybe just them. And two, we allow them to give us the support. Yes. But we're never going to do that if we hide away from the shadows or hide away in mm -hmm. the shadows, trying to avoid being seen. Uh yeah. And you know what? Evolution is hard. Sometimes we don't even realize where we're at. And it was when I went to my mastermind retreat in Laguna in February and people were like, whoa, who is this? Like Lisa 2.0. And I was like, what do you mean? Just Lisa. But I was showing up differently be and I hadn't realized the changes that were occurring until I was in, in a different situation and people who hadn't seen me for ages were like, whoa. And then it's like, well, then what do I, what do I do with that? And I feel, I feel this two versions of me in, in my business mm. that there's, you know, the Lisa that talks here 
And then there's the Lisa that, you know, helps people with their lunch boxes. I've been very conflicted because I felt like it's two versions of Lisa and I just want to be one. And then I realized that, well, I actually can be. <laughs> it's probably just stories made up in my, my head. So my members get probably the most honest version of me. And then on my my Instagram, I'm finding it easy to be the most, you know, to be Lisa. And then it's Facebook where I've thought I've got such a big community there and they're just used to seeing a certain type of Lisa. So where does the ability to market my message but come through as the Lisa that I am now and evolve this business as I'm evolving like what is that process? And then I just thought, oh, I just have to actually be me. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And it seems so simple, right? It's like, well, then I just have to be me. Once it lands, you're like, oh, oh, yeah. But we can complicate these things for ourselves. Yeah, because we kind of compartmentalize ourselves. So, and this is something that I'm working on at the moment and doing a lot of work around. And I... I'm thinking that this is actually going to be something that I write a lot about, which is these parts of ourselves. We compartmentalize ourselves in order to fit into whatever scenario we're in. So we have all of these aspects of ourselves. Protector, you know, for me, some of them are the protector, the rebel, um, the perfectionist, uh, you know, there's, there's lots of different versions. The star, uh, you know, all, all these different parts of me. And what we want is for them to be working together in a healthy expression kind of way, rather than the protector moving in right in the front and taking over and running the ship, um, choosing when those bits come out. And that, that takes this integration of all of these parts of us. So that's what I feel like I'm going through at the moment is this integration of old me with current me. Um, getting to know all these aspects of myself because one of the fears that I had about showing up as all of me and particularly this spiritual version of me, I had this when I, when I did Think Beautiful, which was like my online spiritual kind of magazine thing back in 2010. I had this, um, I had this fear that I would be kind of like caught out as a fraud because while I was there touting this message of thinking beautiful things and, you know, uh, living a happy life, I was also recovering from depression. So I was teaching what I needed to learn most. And most of us are doing that, right? Like our message comes from our mess. 100%. And so, but then we have this part where we feel like a fraud for that. And that like, if I'm this spiritual person, then I have to be spiritual all the time. And I have to show up as a faultless human being as the guru. And it's like, no, Carly, you got to, you just got to show up as you. Whatever uh, that looks yeah. like at any time and space, it's still you, the protector. It's still part of me. You know, the, the rebel is still me. The star is still me. So, so yeah, for me right now, it's about, yeah, integrating those different aspects of myself, understanding that, that they're not separate from me. They are me. 
And hundred percent. And it's okay for me not to have all my shit together. For me to some days feel like I don't want to get off the couch. For me to sometimes fall into that trap of going through my Facebook feed and seeing a friend who's just bought a huge house and being triggered by that because that's where I felt I should be. You know, like this stuff happens to us and we, we go in. Yeah. Like we don't, we don't have to have all the answers. We don't have to be the guru for everyone else. We just have to be willing to live a real life with all of those parts and of ourselves. You know that that was, that was the actual whole key point of difference to my, to small steps, the business. It was like, eh, don't have all the answers here, learning along with you and uh, never going to get it perfect. Don't look at me as your guru. I sure there are things that I'm, I might be a bit ahead with or that I've experimented with. Let me teach you. I want to show you stuff. Um, but I, I always kept thinking that like, if someone sees me out and we're you know eating fish and chips, well, I don't want them to have had this false idea of of who I am. So might as well just be me, be honest about it. And I think that that was why people found it very, very refreshing. Mm. I, oh, thank God. Oh, gosh, it's not perfect. Really nice to know because I sit here worried that everyone else has their shit together because that's all I see when, in fact, she seems to be doing pretty well and she doesn't claim perfection or guru status. You know, there's so much. I feel like we're really setting ourselves up for failure if we paint a perfect picture because then we feel like a fuck-up and a loser when we're not living up to those expectations that we've set, you know, ourselves. It's like we're the ones that are projecting this perfect life and when we're not living it, it's just causing disconnection. And, uh, and so that's why, yeah. And I, I guess that's why I wanted to share the Facebook live too, is so that, um, yeah. So, so that people can see me as human, not mm. as, not as their idea of who I am because they're so different, right? Like how often do we go through our Facebook feed and make assumptions about other people? Oh my God, she's killing it. Look at her. She's over in Europe and you know, whatever. Look at them on their boat. Oh my God. Perfect life. Look at her. She's just lost 20 kilos. How fantastic does she look? Her life must be better now. You know, look at it. Look at her. She, she divorced her husband and now she's with this really hot guy. Oh my God. Her life must be perfect now. Nobody's life is perfect now. We have pockets of perfection. If that, which are really just based on expectation again. So yeah. And it's all, that's all interpretations. Yeah. Totally. Coming from our own lens and our own view of the world. And, and our also, own insecurities too, right? Like, like some things would trigger you that wouldn't trigger me. Yeah. But some things would trigger me that would trigger you because we're completely different people. And it is also why, you know, I really put the um, blinkers on sometimes with yeah. all of that stuff. It never leads me to a great place. <laughs> Um, and that's why I think if we're going to be showing up online and uh, sharing stuff, then my only res- my my responsibility there lies in just putting things out there that I feel are as an accurate a reflection as possible and are as helpful as possible. Uh, you know, we can't do anything more than that. But I'm never going to sugarcoat or 
paint a prettier picture. But do you know what? In the opposite of that, I also don't want to be painting a negative picture just totally. because it it appeals to people. And it it you know I have to be I have to be honest, have an honest reflection of what's going on for me right now. Because some t- some be days totally some but some days are magical, and you're like you know me walking on the beach this morning. It was like diamonds just shimmering off the ocean and. You know, it was beautiful and sunny, 28, 29 degrees in, you know, late April. And the, the water just looked so crystal clear and I just felt so alive. Mm. And it's okay for me to share that. But it's equally okay for me to share if I just feel like watching Netflix today. Like yeah. I think it's about showing the the full breadth of who you are, not yeah. just little snippets that paint you in a certain light because of what you think other people are thinking of you. Yeah. Showing up as you in all areas, you are so brave and it's not an easy thing. It is not an easy thing. We protect ourselves from shit like that. So high fives to you via Skype right now. That was high five. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. Yeah. So I guess if there's something that um, we could leave the people with, the people, you. The people of the world. The people of the world. Um, it would be just to ponder that question, you know, where are you, where are you hiding from yourself? Where are you not showing up in, you know, how, how are you um, manipulating your message to suit what you think other people need from you rather than being honest yeah. about where you're where, at. And I think the clues are where are you showing up as your true self? Yeah. You, we know that feeling. And, you know, maybe I know Caroline um, posted in the group, in the Facebook group, um, about the feeling that she gets in her tummy when she listens to us. Maybe that's also got something to do with the fact that there is an energy in us showing up as our true selves and speaking honestly in this forum. Maybe that is something that you gets under you, you know, because it's powerful. So just something just because we can all listen to messages that have been manipulated and, you know, painted very vanilla and real conversations like this sometimes are hard to come by. Mm. But we have to cultivate them ourselves. We have to feel comfortable enough in ourselves in order to be able to have them, which mm. is a journey. Absolutely. <laughs> Doesn't happen. Uh, yes. <laughs> years and years and years. <sighs> yeah, so have a yeah. think about that. Where do you feel safe showing up? Um, where are you showing up as your true self? And how can you extend that out into other areas of your life? Because the world does need, it sounds so wanky, does need your brilliance. You know, it does, when, when you show up as all of you, it gives others permission to do the same. It makes the world a fucking better place. So, um, I just encourage you to, yeah, look for the answers within. I think you're a shining example of what you just said. So thanks. Thanks for that. Thank you. Being you. All right. Go join our Facebook group if you're not there already. It's really cracking. And please answer the questions as you go in. (laughs) 
Well, you, I, yeah, answer to the question so we know you're real. And yeah, not exactly, not a bot. Because if you don't answer the questions, there's no entry. It's pretty that pretty much that simple. We want to keep it a safe space. So, um, yeah, hope to see you in there. And until next week, bye for now. Thanks for sticking around. See you next Monday. Remember to subscribe and keep good company.